We are closer and closer to the end of the session for the General Assembly. So what's going to make it in this final push? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Let's bring in Eric Berman, chief political correspondent and the man at the State House. It is the State House Review on the DriveHubler.com hotline. Uh, let's start with the story of Governor Holcomb's powers. All right. We've seen a little bit of wavering and then back on with this. What are they trying to limit? How close are they to limiting it? And what's going to happen next? Um, well, what's going to happen next almost certainly is they're going to pass the bill and Governor Holcomb's going to veto it. Um, the stuff that would limit his powers, you know, I, I, I've used that phrase myself, but that the bill in its current form does not do that so much. The proposals that would have literally limited his powers, with one exception, which we'll get to, um, have basically gone by the boards. You know, at one point there was a proposal that says you can't restrict schools at all. You can't restrict hospital procedures at all. You can't restrict, restrict businesses at all. All of those were out there at one point or another. None of those are left. But the irony is what's left in that bill is something where everybody agrees on the concept, but there is an irreconcilable difference on whether it's constitutional. And that's this notion that the legislature should have input on an emergency declaration. Everybody agrees on that point. Remember, the pandemic started like six days after the legislature adjourned for the year last year. So you had nine, eight months where the legislature didn't have a voice. Everybody agrees, okay, there should be some way to get the legislature involved. But the solution they've come up with is to have the Legislative Council, which is the four caucus leaders and 12 other legislators, to have them have the right to call their own special session. The governor says that's unconstitutional. He says he's going to veto it because he's not going to sign something he believes is unconstitutional. The legislature maintains, look, it doesn't say we can't, therefore we can. And so they're headed for a collision on this. The one thing that's still out there that could limit the governor's powers, and this uh, this is in a different bill from that, that main one that the governor is going to veto, there is a bill which, as of now, and this has been through a bunch of permutations, but there's a bill which, as of now, says you can't do anything that restricts religious services. You can't you can't subject churches to mask requirements. You can't require social distancing at church. You can't require capacity limits at church. Churches, churches or synagogues or mosques are all exempt from that. Um, again, that's been through a bunch of different versions, and I don't know if that's going to be the final one or not. The Senate had a look at that earlier and dropped it. The House just stuck it back in with the uh, consent of the senator who authored the underlying bill. So we'll see where that one goes. But in terms of limiting what the governor could do as opposed to who gets to look in on it, that's the big one that's still out there and unresolved. Eric, uh, uh, listening to you explain the the insanity of something that seems so simple makes me realize we have to desperately legalize marijuana in Indiana because <laughs> holy crap. Look, I, I don't. I don't ever ask you to give commentary uh, uh, on these things. You're a newsman and a damn good one, but we can't get this figured out with like just simple ease. It's it's insane, ridiculous. We're also looking at a story that you've got at wibc.com about census delays, and it's going to uh, change redistricting, which means a special session. Yeah, you know, we talk a lot about what's the story no one's paying attention to, and increasingly I think 
that one's it. There's there's another session coming up later this year. There's no way around it because you have to redraw the districts. There has not been one one word, one comma, one anything done in this session about redistricting because they can't. The census didn't turn its homework in on time. They're not going to have those numbers in until the end of July. So they've got to come back. And remember, if you're thinking about running for Congress or running for the Indiana House, you don't know what district you're in. If you're th- if you're thinking about whether you want to reelect or throw out your current legislator, you don't know if that's going to be your district or not. So that this is going to be a big, big problem. I mean, there, there's no way around it. They're they're making their plans as best they can. But if they hold a session in, say, October, which looks likely, um, that means you've got three months, depending on how quickly they go, maybe less than that, but at most three months before filing starts. So when we see the special session, when will that – is it all dependent – maybe I missed that. Is it all dependent on when uh, the census is done, or is there a time certain? Uh, there is not a time certain. It is dependent on when the census is done. The census says they will have the final numbers in. You know, They'll have estimates before that, but they'll have final numbers in on September 30th. So the plan, I think – think I mean, they've been talking a little vaguely and uh, both speaker houston and president pro tem bray they've been talking about okay, maybe there's alternatives to a special session i don't see how there's an alternative the, the only alternative you have to a special session that i can see and you know i'm sure they're studying this in more detail than i am but the only alternative is to do it even later to pass maps on organization day which is just before thanksgiving so i mean that's an option but uh, more likely they're going to have to come in that almost certainly happens in October, but the uh, specific date on that and how much work they can do before they actually come down to Indianapolis and start uh, spending taxpayer money, um, which is part of this, too. They're not excited about that, but again, they're stuck with it. Um, they, they'll try and get some of that work done in advance, but sometime in October, they're going to have to be here. Talking to Eric Berman, chief political correspondent here in 93 WIBC with the State House Review. Uh, you've got this conversation about firearms and not requiring a, a license in the state of Indiana. That seems uh, to have stalled. Uh, I want to know what the future of that is and what else should we be expecting to hear big news about in the coming days? Um, well, we're going to see a budget in the coming days. Um, remember, the Senate is actually the whole legislature is trying to get out early. The Senate has moved up its deadlines as a way of more or less ensuring that they can get out early. So the last day to get anything through committee is one week from today. That almost certainly, because that's the day the Appropriations Committee meets, next Thursday is when we can expect to see the Senate version of the budget. We'll finally get some answers on what they're thinking in terms of, among other things, a cigarette tax and a vape tax. Um, So that's the big one that's still hanging out there. You mentioned the gun bill, same issue. They've got a week left, but unlike the budget, that's not something they have to hear. And it's unclear whether that's going to get a committee hearing or not. We'll have an answer to that next week. 